We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Hey guys, we got a special episode for you today. We were able to catch up with the Yankees' number one draft pick from 2018, catcher Anthony Siegler. You may remember the news when he was drafted as the guy who can throw with both arms. He's ambidextrous. He hits from both sides of the plate. Uh, but real good dude, and we had a lot of fun talking to him and just kind of finding out how his transition has been going from high school into the minor leagues of the Yankees. So enjoy the conversation, and we will talk to you guys in a few days. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your host, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. Joining us on the podcast now is Anthony Siegler. He was drafted in the first round last year by the Yankees. Anthony, how's it going? I'm doing great. How about you? Pretty good. Um, so it's probably been a, a wild last six to eight months for you. Kind of walk us through how it's how your life has been since you found out you were drafted by the Yankees. Oh, uh, I mean, it's been amazing. I mean, I've, I can't complain anything about it. I mean, I love it. It's just a dream come true, honestly. Um, I'm just blessed and uh, glad that uh, God gave me this opportunity to uh, be a, a, a like a minor league player and hopefully uh, in the future a, a big league player. It's crazy when you get drafted in the first round in baseball, right? Because there's such a there's a long road ahead of you to get to the promised land. Whereas in a lot of other sports, it's it's like right into the pros. So now you started last year. You started the season. You were doing some rookie ball stuff. How was the uh, the transition going from you know playing in high school and then you know jumping right into uh, to rookie ball in the Gulf League and Appalachian League? 
I mean, it's fun. I mean, I loved it. I mean, honestly, really to me, the only thing that really changes is just like I'm catching a lot more people that throw harder and then I'm facing people that have a lot better arms, you know? I mean, but I just try not to like look at it and just try to like let it overwhelm me. I'm just, I mean, I just go day to day and uh, pitch by pitch, just, uh, just being able to, being able to play the game I love. So, I mean, that's really it. I really don't try to overwhelm myself and be like, oh, man, now i got to do something different. It's just I'm still playing the game I love. I'm still playing baseball. I'm still I'm still going to do everything that's gotten me there. Yeah, i got to imagine the talent jump from high school, even though you were playing in pretty competitive high school league, going to rookie ball when there's a minor league system in place has got to be pretty drastic, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir, it was. Yes, sir. I mean, but I love it. I'm I'm glad it's just it's tougher because I mean it just it just helps me out a lot more. So there's a there's a bunch of things obviously that everybody wants to know about and primarily I mean you have a very unique talent in the sense that you uh, you switch hit you switch pitch in in high school you you can throw with both arms. We we definitely want to figure out you know how that became uh, you know a thing how you actually build those skills with uh, with both hands on both sides of the plate. It's uh, it's pretty crazy, and I know there's one. We've had a guy in the system, um, uh, Pat Pat Vendette, who was a, a switch pitcher with uh, with the Yankees, and has you know played for a bunch of different major league teams. So it, it, it you're not the first one, but I'd say uh, as a catcher, I have never seen anybody who could throw, uh, you know, with both arms and and uh, you know hit for both sides of the plate. So tell us tell us a little bit about it. Uh, I mean, it's just really it's, I've been able to do it my whole life. I just started to do it as like a a little kid, I mean, as soon as I could start walking, um, I mean, my dad just said, well, I don't, I don't remember how it happened. I've just been doing it my whole life. So I just thought I was born like that. <laughs> but, um, so my dad said, like, when I was little, we used to do have little wiffle balls in the house. And, uh, if one was over to my left, I'd pick it up and throw it lefty back to him. If one was throwing or if one was to my right, I'd pick it up right and throw it back to him. So it was just, once he started to notice that every every day we'd go back and forth, one day lefty, one day righty, and so I mean I've been doing that ever since up until now. I don't do it no more. Yeah, so, it's, it's, it's done. Yeah, it's done. It's it's one of those things. How, did you have conversations either with the Yankee scouts or any of the the scouts that were watching you play about pitching? Oh no, sir. no, sir. <laughs> He's no, I didn't think I didn't I didn't see myself as a uh, a pitcher, so. Well, because it got a lot of it got a lot of attention when you were drafted. Uh, pretty much every article right. written about you was that yes, he's a, a switch hitting catcher, which is fantastic in and of itself. But oh yeah, he can pitch from both sides. Were you surprised yeah, was, at the amount of attention it got? I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I just thought it was it was whatever because I mean, it's <laughs> just it's just something else I can do uh, pretty good at. I mean. It's nothing really major. I didn't try to make a big deal out of it. I guess like it's interesting to everybody else because I guess they'd never seen it before, and I've been doing it right. my whole life. So I mean, it's just not like it's just not something I would talk about. I guess I don't know. Right, because it's one of those it's one of those things that if someone could actually put it together and be a a uh, very um, elite pitcher from both sides, uh, lefty and righty. I mean, they could be the greatest pitcher of all time. That's such an advantage. It's just no one's been yes, able sir. to do it at that sort of level yet. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. I understand. So I have a one-year-old, yeah. and that's why I wanted to make make sure I knew how you exactly you did it, so that I could be taking notes and making sure this my, <laughs> my guys my guys throwing left and right. So that's what, we're going to be alternating days now. So uh, don't 
he's yeah, gonna, he's yeah, gonna be sounds uh, good, hey. he's gonna be start watching your tape. Start him young. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so <laughs> we're talking about switch hitting too, and and that's obviously uh, you know a switch hitting catcher. That's that's something that is very attractive for um, a baseball team. They they want to see. Uh, the fact that you can go to both sides. Do you have a a better side, a side that you're more comfortable on? I know you've you've put away the um, you know throwing with both hands, but what is the uh, what's the plate like? Uh, you know your approach. I mean, the approach doesn't change from either side. I mean, I'm just trying to go up there, be relaxed, be smooth, just trying to see the ball. It's really just see the ball hit the ball. I mean, but I mean, as far as it goes, from which side I feel comfortable from. I mean, it's just. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, it may vary from day to day because, mm-hmm. I mean, one side may fall off. But, I mean, every every time I go to the park, I mean, I'm always facing the righty, I feel like. Yeah. So, I mean, my left side is always in that groove of just, uh, like, having getting more reps in and seeing more live at-bats. But, I mean, my right side is, is right almost right there with it. So, I mean, there's really nothing that's really different from either side, I, I, in my opinion. I remember uh, Mark Teixeira was talking in an interview once about being a switch hitter, and he said, yes, it gives you a great advantage when you uh, can be elite at both sides. Obviously, pitchers have to, uh, you know, or teams have to approach you differently, but he said the thing most people don't realize is it's also double the work. Uh, is that yeah, something you're, you're realizing? <laughs> yeah, I, I am now because, I mean, I'm not going to say in high school I could get away with it because, I mean, I did hit a lot from both sides. I did hit a lot, but now it's like to where like I'm not seeing as many lefties at all. I'm not seeing like especially in game. I'm seeing more righties a lot, and uh, so I mean now, now in the off season right now, I've been hitting a lot more righty, just trying to get my right swing. I guess what you ever want to call it. I caught up with my left swing. Not saying it's behind, but I mean it's just sometimes it just gets in like uh, I get in so such a rhythm with my left side that I just kind of forget about my right because I face a lot more righties. Um, but, I mean, now now seeing how I went over, went through that this first year or whatever you want to call it in minor leagues, it's, uh, it's definitely shown me that I need to get more reps in righty. And, and that, that goes into the off-season program, i got to assume, with how the Yankees are, are setting you up or, you know, the, your coaching staff or, you know, whoever's writing the script for you. But, I mean, is that a lot, lots of reps from both sides, obviously? And, um, are, you know, are they – are they giving you more? I don't want to say homework, but but you know reps or, or training on one side where where they need to um, you, where they want to see you focus uh, some of your attention. Or are they just like you know go out there, and make sure your reps are good, come in healthy? Um, what's the off season like as far as workout? Yeah, I mean, I think one they haven't seen me enough. I mean, they see like I'm talking like the coaches haven't seen me. Yeah. Enough. They ain't seen me play enough. Not any of like many at bats. So I mean, I think what they're going to do is probably start next season then that's when they're gonna not really start critiquing stuff but really start getting in depth with me about my about my swing and uh but right now it's just take as many reps as you can from both sides and like you said get back to spring training when you are when i report uh healthy and ready to go and uh as far as you know defensively you're a catcher which i was uh not comparing myself but i was a catcher also through high school and it's it's i it's because i loved being involved in the game so sort of Talk about yeah. how you start. You became a catcher because some, you know, a lot of times they just put the most talented kid on the field at shortstop or, and or pitcher, like you pitch. But but very often you see, you know, the shortstop or middle infielder, maybe center fielder. So how'd you become a catcher? Uh, I mean, I just fell in love. Like you said, you're involved in every play. I just fell in love with um, being in every play. Um, 
just being able to not really command everywhere where they get where they got to go, but I just like leading. You know what I'm saying? I just like doing that, and uh, I feel like I'm good at it. I don't like. Um, I feel like I'm good at it. I'm like, I'm not trying to say I'm better than anybody else on the field. I just like I'm feel like I'm good at what I do, and uh, I mean catching. It just helped me. I felt like I was I was able to see every play develop, and um, and so I mean that's what what I really love. And like you said, being involved in every play that's what that's what I really love. And I, I just don't want to sit there the whole game and hope a ball is hit to me. Pick so, weeds out in right field. That shit's boring. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So backing up a, a little bit, you're you're from Georgia. We saw the uh, the tweet that Clint Frazier hit you with about the haircuts. It's like the ever running joke about <laughs> about getting a haircut if you get drafted. Um, you can just like assume yeah, that that tweet's coming at some point. <laughs> um, did you know Clint yeah. uh, at all from from playing uh, from playing any ball in, in Georgia or any of these other guys? I didn't. I didn't play against him, but I've I heard of him. Yeah. I knew I knew of him. Yes, sir. Real good ball player. That's good. Yeah, no, it seems like there's been uh, – I know Tyler Austin, I think, was, was in that area as well at some point when, uh, when Clint came over. We, were, uh, we had him on the show and we were talking about him playing ball, I think, against uh, Tyler Austin. So definitely some talent in those, uh, in, those Georgia, in those Georgia high schools, that's for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of talent here, definitely. So uh, who was the first person in the Yankees organization that you heard from after being drafted? Oh... Uh... Oh, um, Aaron Boone. Ooh. Oh yeah, you got it. You got a call from the manager. That's pre- that's pretty cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, just being able to talk to him. I mean, it, it was just like amazing. I was uh, blown away that I was. It was him actually. I gotta tell you, I think you're the first person. So we've had we've had um, I don't know five or six guys drafted by the Yankees on the show before, and I'm pretty sure you're the first one that said they, the first call was from the manager of the Yankees. Yeah, usually it's from a scout or, or you know yeah. somebody that was scouting them and that they knew knew had a relationship with them. But yeah, Booney getting on the phone that's that's good on Boone. Yeah, I know. I loved it. I mean, I was just amazed because I like I like you said, I thought it was gonna be like um, my scouting my scouting that was in my area, the scout that was in my area. And right. uh, I mean, just being able to talk to him, it was just amazing. I'm blown away. I'm a, I was speechless. I didn't know what to say to him. Other than <laughs> and, just like thanking him, just thank you for the opportunity. And uh, growing up in Georgia, were you a Braves fan? Uh, honestly, I didn't have like a favorite team. I just I just like watching baseball. I didn't care who was playing. I didn't have a favorite team. I would just watch it. That's just, a that's a trend among know. a lot of these guys. It's they they really are no. Uh, no one fan or no one team that they're a diehard fan of more of just a fan of the game. So that's, that's a trend I've noticed Scott, when we've talked to a lot of these guys. For sure. Did you, um, so, I mean, Chipper Jones, obviously we're looking at switch hitters where if you're not looking at a player, I mean, Chipper Jones probably on TV a lot. Are you looking at some of these guys to try to emulate some of their swings or, you know, obviously doing your own thing, but you know, maybe taking little, little, uh, little rips off of someone else's mechanics or things like that. Is there anybody you look up to in that way? Uh, I mean, I get like you said, swing wise, swing wise, like from a switch hitter standpoint, definitely Chipper Jones. I mean, I think he's one of, one of the best hitters, like switch hitters, that's ever played. Because I mean, I just loved, I absolutely loved his swing from both sides. It's just like he always is always. There was not a day that he was off from one side. That's what I. That's what I noticed. I mean, just <clears throat> really growing up and watching him. Because me being a switch hitter, I would love to watch him. And just like I was just amazed at how I guess consistent he was. So I, that's who I looked up to or watched as a as a hitter. 
Well, the good thing about the being a New York Yankee is that when you get to camp and you do these captains' camps and all that stuff too, um, you know, there's a lot of guys floating around in in Tampa during during spring. So, uh, a specific uh, we had a, a question actually from from our Facebook group. One of the one of the listeners, Dakota Stricker, was asking about being a switch hitting catcher, and then obviously having Jorge Posada at your uh, disposal at some point. I'm sure you'll you'll meet him if he hasn't reached out to you. But has anybody with the Yankees reached out or looking forward to meeting any of those guys? Oh yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to meeting some of them. I mean, none of them have reached out. I'm not like I'm not I'm not <laughs> sad about it. I'm just I I mean, I would love for somebody just like to reach out and be able to talk to, but I mean it's not I'm not really like uh heard about it. But I mean We'll put in I the mean, good word like, for you. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. Anybody, anybody would be good, I mean, to talk to because I mean, obviously they've already they've already made it up there and uh, I mean they made it for a reason, so I would just love to pick their brain of just be like um, just just sit down or talk to them over the phone or whatever just to see what do I need to do, what can I do to be prepared for uh, anything that comes my way. We had a uh, another question from uh, some of our listeners in the Facebook group. Jared Saul asked uh, really about nicknames. He said he's going to call you Tony Siggs, but obviously now that we know your your last name is pronounced Siegler, I don't know if that works. Did you have any <laughs> Did you have any nicknames in high school? Anybody? What would you no, I didn't have any nicknames. I don't. I don't know. But people just call me Ant. Ant. All right. Well, we'll have to. We'll have to get you one. We. Yeah. I think we might have some time. We'll. We'll. We'll think of something. We'll. We'll. Uh, we'll yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll put a poll out. Yeah. We'll get something good for you. <laughs> yeah. Make sure it's good. Not, not stupid. Something no. No. Good. I mean. I mean. We gotta. You know. As. As. As you're climbing the ranks here, the, this nickname will. Will stick. So we gotta make sure it's. We gotta make sure it's good. It's we don't want any yeah, of our guys to have. Yeah, so good. Yeah, we don't want near guys to have a corny nickname. That's that's not what we're about. <laughs> a lot of times, nicknames though they have to come from from something that happens on the field, right? Like Jeter got his yeah, all his nicknames yeah. because of of stuff he did in the postseason. Hopefully, that's you in a couple years. Yes, sir. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> um, all right, before we get you out of here, uh, you going to be watching uh, some of these football. You're a football fan. You're going to watch some of these playoff games this weekend. Oh yeah, my boy is playing in the playoffs. Who? Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Is it Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, he, we both we went, we both went to the same high school together. Okay, what, what, t- I what team is he on? I, who is that? Yeah, I don't know who that is. He's on he's on the Clips. He's a Clemson quarterback. Started as a freshman. Oh, you're talking college oh, football. You're talking I got college. You. Okay, was, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one with the long hair. Yeah, shout him out. Shout him out. I tell. Shout out to Trevor Lawrence. Boom. You know, the Trevor. best quarterback. There we go. He's gonna get. He's he's winning. He's winning the Heisman. Sophomore, junior, and senior year. I'm telling you. My God, that's a that's a that's a bold prediction. Yeah. All right. So and we know, gonna, know and who you're pulling for. And he's going to get he's going to get he's going to get drafted. He's going to get drafted an NFL first pick overall too. Damn. Is he a big guy? What's yeah, his huge. What's his uh Yeah. What's his makeup? Oh, I mean, the Jets might need they, another they quarterback in a couple years. Who the I'm hell looking knows? at him right now? <laughs> he would definitely have to cut his hair if he went if he was on the Yankees. <laughs> Yeah, you yes, but he is a dude. He's he's got an arm. He's got he's basically I don't I don't I don't know to compare him to, but he's definitely going one overall when he when he's uh, draft eligible. Did okay. you did you play football? What other sports did you play? I played football in middle school, but like it's nothing to like talk about. I don't like talking about it. <laughs> All right. I, I like to say I like to say I played with Trevor. There you go. Nobody asked. Oh, when I just say I, I played football with Trevor. Yeah, that's all they. That's all they need to know. It doesn't matter that it was in fourth grade. That's exactly right. They don't need to know that. Yeah, it was when I was in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, I was catching passes. That was me out there. Yeah, you saw it. 
So did you? Uh, so when you're playing other yeah. sports, are you, um, are you, are you able to switch hands when you're playing other? Like if you play basketball, do you have that's, a jump shot with you? That's what's weird about it. Like when I play basketball, I don't right now. Okay, I uh, don't. I'm not. Y'all trying to get me in trouble? I don't play basketball right now. No, no, no. Aaron Boone uh, will definitely tell you not to play basketball. I can guarantee that. <laughs> but but I play basketball lefty. I cannot shoot right. Really? N- never. I swear I can't shoot righty. It's weird. And then like for the football. I can throw it. I can throw it lefty. I can barely throw it right. Yeah, that is bizarre. What about? Do you play golf at all? Golf? Yeah, I play from both sides. You play from both sides. Okay. Yes, like, sir. like you'll switch off in between rounds, or like you can hit lefty if you if you want to. Yeah, whichever whichever one I want to go from, I'll, I'll do it. Oh, so if maybe there's a little bit of a dog leg right. Maybe you, you'll uh, pull out the lefty club so you can get a little draw going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Anthony. Well, this was this was a lot of fun. Good, good. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, and uh, yes, good sir. luck the rest of the offseason. Hey, if y'all can, if y'all can, give my boy a shout out too. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Where I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep my eye on him now. I'm not, you know, I was not a yes, huge sir. college football fan, but I'm gonna start following him. And uh, maybe he'll go yes, to the sir. Scots Jets. Who knows? Yeah, dude. I don't know if you want them. I don't know if you want him to go to the Jets. So um, the Giants, the well, Giants no, are gonna I need a new quarterback to too. Who? The Giants are going to need a new quarterback, too. Eli's on his way out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> they, they. Trevor can go there. I mean, I don't think Trevor really cares who he goes to, honestly. Well, it's, no, I mean, if he's going to be I mean, drafted he always, overall, he doesn't really care. If he if he's going to the Giants, then you guys can uh, you know you just got to work you got to work up a, a little bit faster, and then you guys can just you know Kings in New York right here the the the, the boys from Georgia. Oh yeah, boys from the A. <laughs> I love All right, it. Anthony, we appreciate it. Yes, sir. No problem. Thank y'all for having me. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.